0: How would you describe work and play and even like how your current life is set up?
1: I mean, work and play is definitely necessary for my age, but it's very hard for me to play. It's very hard because again, I am 19, but at the same time, there's still work that I have to do. And because of the people that that I'm interacting with and the rooms that I'm in, it's hard to just settle. It's hard to just relax. It's hard to just stay still because at the end of the day, you'll miss something.
0: So I know that you'll agree, enjoying myself while I work is the vibe that I'm trying to be on. So I want to invite you guys to Sidebar ATL. Here in Atlanta, Georgia, Sidebar on top of the good food and live music, they have three different experiences. That means you can join me in the garden room in the gold room, if you wanna try the top of the line hookah, and they also have the dungeon, where I hear what happens in the dungeon stays in the dungeon. So it's the perfect mix if you're here on business or you wanna blow off some steam after work, you can meet me at Sidebar ATL so that you can have a little bit of dinner and then turn up afterwards if that's your jam. So check us out, 79 Poplar Street, here in downtown Atlanta, or you can call 678-800-0741. Let's get it, work and play at the same time right <laughs> welcome to another episode of the work and play podcast i'm your host and career transformation coach Arielle young and today i'm bringing to you a different perspective now usually we talk to folks who are leaving corporate america who've been in corporate america and they have a story to tell but this perspective comes from someone <laughs> who's seen it from the peripheral from the mm-hmm. sidelines and now due to your success there's so much more we have to dig into <laughs> right it's like that's just the tip of the iceberg and then there's so much more so without further ado, you see the young man in the flesh. However, if you're listening, you need to tap in real quick. So would you mind introducing yourself? Of
1: course, I definitely do not mind. My name is Ashawn Bennett, CEO of Ashawn on all platforms. Um, I am an options trader and mentor and I teach young adults and teenagers how they can make a hundred to a thousand dollars a day trading options in the stock market.
0: Dope. And I'm <laughs> sure the number one question is, yo, how old is this brother? If uh, you don't mind.
1: <laughs> I just turned 19.
0: 19 years old teaching stock options and literally i've been able to see your journey for the last like year or so just growth elevation (laughs) like and it's you know they say you can teach teach a young person anything but you have been soaking up everything like a sponge and like you said mentoring folks on how to do it too
1: of course anybody can man (laughs) so
0: this is the work and play podcast i think that it's cool that I have somebody like Young with me cuz I be, yeah. you know, I'm kind of <laughs> aspirational with the name Work and Play podcast. Yeah. I had the the vision of kicking it, having fun, making money at the same time, enjoying yeah. myself with no stop, with no beat.
1: Yeah.
0: How would you describe Work and Play and even like how your current life is set up?
1: Um I mean, work and play is definitely necessary for my age, but it's very hard for me to play. I don't know. It's very hard because, again, I am 19, but at the same time, there's still work that I have to do. And because of the people that that I'm interacting with and the rooms that I'm in, it's hard to just settle. It's hard to just relax. It's hard to just stay still because Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, you'll miss something
0: are you still trying to get a leg up on your entrepreneurial career now I told you about the morning meetup the community that was created for the betterment of entrepreneurship and we are cooking up some really cool things now here's the thing if you join today you can actually get in for 60% of the original price so if you join today all you have to do is download the app and I provided the link below so that you can join us we have community we have a book club and it's the largest group that meets every single day Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. to literally get ahead start on entrepreneurship so if you're still trying to grow you don't know what your business is gonna be but you know you want to be an entrepreneur this is the community for you so check out the morning meetup click the link below download the app and join us today
1: and like some of my friends, like all of my friends now are financially or mentally more equipped and better off than I am currently because they've been doing it longer and I can see their growth over time, but it took them longer. Yeah. So now it's like, all right, they took three, four, five years to get to seven figures and they're 18, 19, 20. And I was like, all right, let me hurry up and get to that point too. Let me just lock it for a year, two years, three years. And at that point, after that, once I'm a millionaire, once I have everything that I want in terms of retire my parents or having enough money to cover my bills bills and expenses times five times ten then at that point i can chill
0: yeah and play. i'm gonna check, tap your mic real quick Make yeah sure. of
1: course
0: okay i think that might be there good go. i was thinking um you there's two things that i heard yeah one is like being exposed to people who are thinking at a higher level than you yes right so it's like you automatically get that energy and stimulation and you're like okay I gotta be on this level. Yes. Then I also <laughs> hear, I hear three things. Cause I also hear, like, you know, I don't have time for fun. Yeah. Yeah, I'm 19, but <laughs> the life that I'm choosing is grind. Yeah. It's, it's what it, I'm hearing the equa- equation of, of grind. And then the other part is like a little bit of FOMO.
1: Yes. A little like, bit. Fear of missing out. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So w- of the three, which one is the one that wakes you up in the morning?
1: Uh, FOMO, for sure. Cause mm-hmm. again, like, the friends that I have, all of my friends, like you can go to my contact list. I have about not 70, but like I know 70 entrepreneurs, and i probably tapped in with maybe 10 of them that are like like I'm talking to on a consistent basis, and they're all good in some way, shape, or form. And it's like, all right, now I have to be good. I have to be this. I have to do that so I can make sure that again I'm still growing, but at the same time I'm still building at the same time because it all comes down to building. Because I have. The short amount of time to build and there's plenty of time to actually enjoy it so now it's like all right let me put in the work now so that way my kids and myself first will be good for the rest of my life
0: yeah you're thinking long term super early yes <laughs> um and there's 100 percent i love it because you know for you to have that why you know everybody's why is given to them and yes. some people don't have that why of building a legacy at 19. so for you when did that i think life transformation self-actualization it happens for everybody at different times when did your mindset shift to this more so intentional journey towards legacy
1: so it started with uh, one of my friends that i had in high school um we were really close um, I've known her for about three years and let's just say a situation happened between me and her and I got caught up in a situation with her and her guy basically and basically it spun back on me but at the end of the day I didn't do anything because I asked for honesty and integrity wasn't met. So long story short, I basically cut myself off from that person. And I just decided like, all right, I've been focusing on everybody else except me. Like, I've been focused on pleasing everybody, making everybody happy, making sure I can keep friends just by making them happy, and, but sacrificing my own. So I said, all right, I'm focusing on me this season. So after that situation happened, this was probably October, 2020, uh, October, September, October 2020, and I was like, all right, I'm just gonna, I'm not talking to anybody else that's talking about playing games, going to parties. Like I cut off like maybe 20 people, friends that I had, mm. so I can lock in on just me. So every day I woke up, I said, all right, how am I, what do I want to be? I want to be an entrepreneur, I want to do this. I want to make X amount of money a month, right? right? I was like, all right, cool. So how do I do that? So I started looking up how I can do that, and I found e-commerce, affiliate marketing, trading options, trading stocks, um, getting certain jobs like Google or Amazon, stuff like that. There was different things that I could do. So I was like, all right, what could I do? Like, which do I have to choose? Because I can be a millionaire in all these avenues, but I have to pick one avenue. So that's where that kind of sparked my attention. Like, all right, I want to be an entrepreneur. That kind of sparked Oh, man.
0: So it sounds like not only was it entrepreneurship, but also a life life event. Did you like, listen, I don't need this drama (laughs) in my life. Life has to change. And that doesn't happen very much. Like we bump our heads three or four times before we learn from a life situation. Yes. What was it in that situation where it's like, no, I need to choose myself. And also what was the like challenge of cutting off all these people?
1: Um, so being a child, being a 18, 19 year old, even a teenager in general, we thrive off of social. We thrive off of something. Mm-hmm. If it's, if, even if we're not social, we're social in some type of aspect. So even nerds, for example, quote unquote, they're playing games with some of their other friends that are also nerds. They're playing games and stuff like that. Because we stay like, Oh, you're a nerd, you're isolated, you're not talking to anybody, you're like a lonely. You have something. Like we need something, whether it's people, whether it's a uh, reality or a life that we're exposed to, we need something to attach to. So it was definitely hard because, again, I thrived off of that, like off of that friendship, but I rather have to thrive off of myself and not other people. Because, again, I, other people might I, might not always be here, but I will. Yeah. So it's like, all right, I got to focus on me to make sure that... I can bring myself happiness I can ensure my success if I didn't have anybody if I didn't have no money no nothing mm-hmm. how can I get to my goals because I think today it's my goals and not anybody else's
0: yeah yeah yeah. and so on the other side that's what that was the impetus for you to be able to become an entrepreneur yeah and this happened 2020 right yes when so we also had your dad on the podcast of course. right and <laughs> if we put the stories together you guys are gonna have to see um, Jose's episode but at what point, so for the beginning of your life, yeah. you weren't thinking about entrepreneurship?
1: Not really. Well, I kind of was a little bit. It was more or less like selling candy and selling food at school. And the That's only reason I did that- Yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. That was in, uh, what was that? That was seventh, that was middle school, high school. Like I was a combination of all of that. that. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only reason I did that was because my parents didn't let me have certain snacks and buy certain snacks for me. So I said, all right how can I figure out how to get snacks, but still afford it? Cause I couldn't buy my own. So I was like, all right, money, snacks, I want both. So how do I do this together? And I was like, all right, I'm just gonna take the little bit of money I have, go buy some stuff and then resell it, make some more money. And then I can buy stuff that I like and stuff that I can sell. And then from that way I make money and I still get this, what I want and what I desire. So if they're not gonna get it to me, I can get it for myself.
0: That's the beginning of most entrepreneurship, solving a problem. Solving a
1: problem. And you started with
0: solving your problem.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) So outside of your desire to get the money and the candy, as it relates to, like, your career, what type of seeds were being planted? If you can think Mm. back to that, like, younger part before 18, no, 2020 was, 17 were you. Yeah. Like, what were the seeds? Was it you got to get a job and and be successful? You got to go to college? What were the thoughts? What was going on right now?
1: It was... Mainly, just get a job, uh, be safe, be stable. That's what mainly was, because most parents, like again, looking at it from a third person perspective, my parents, my grandparents, they don't, they don't want me to, they don't necessarily want me to make millions of dollars over me being safe, over me being secure, over them knowing that I'm okay. And some, it's crazy because most parents they'll rather you settle for okay rather than excellent, to, just to make sure you're not risky over being safe. Does that make sense?
0: It it does make sense. When did you come to that realization?
1: Um just understanding cuz I in the period of me like focusing on myself, I understood My inner self understanding why I operate the way I operate, how I move the way I move, and how I think the way I think. Mm -hmm. And that level of self-awareness kind of spreads to other people, understanding, like, all right, why are they thinking the way they think? Mm -hmm. Because everybody does things for a reason. Mm -hmm. So they're telling me, okay, get a job because it's secure and it's safe. So if it's safe, they can know that I'm okay. And if they know I'm okay, then they don't have to worry as much so they're going to act as parents they're going to act off of emotions and not logic because again they care about me and stuff like that they care about me more than i care about me sometimes so because of that their decisions and the actions and what they want is going to be the betterness of themselves and rather me Mm. and no matter how you kind of put it like oh we care about my kid but your perspective always trumps mine Mm. no matter in most situations so like even when i made my first uh 2000 off of trading options I told my mom. She was like, "Oh yeah, that's good." But still if I got, job, yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> if I got that job, though, it's like, "Oh yeah, we gotta go to a party. We gotta go out to eat, celebrate." But and again, I can't blame because again, it worked. Yeah. And it sometimes for some people it does work. Mm-hmm. But for me, I was like, okay, for what I particularly want. I was like, this is the way to go for me, based on what I've, because again, I've seen them, and they made good money, they took care of me, they put me in private school, they've given me everything that I need, not necessarily want all the time, but it's like, what I need, like, okay, I need a roof over my head, I need clothes, I need this, they got me what I needed. Mm-hmm. So, I'm grateful for that. But, again, things change, like, life changes, again, like, we're not hunting dinosaurs anymore, we're not doing any, like, everything grows and evolves over time, so. Yeah means of making money means of building means of creation like all that stuff changes over time Mm -hmm. including like when it comes to like whether you want what do you want to do so sometimes it doesn't have to be all right this is exactly what i have to do i have to listen to my parents they might be right but are they right for me and that's where you kind of have to draw the line
0: i want to tap into that independent mind of yours um but before we do that there's a there was there was the young Ashan yes. right who grew up watching mom and dad go to work yeah. um, and most of the things that were that we were cared for came from like them working yes what was it like or like yeah what was it like watching your parents kind of just go to work on a regular basis
1: um so my it was my mom my uh at the time it was my mom and stepdad right mm-hmm. so they were so my mom was kind of like working Monday through Friday and then Saturday and Sunday she was usually off and we would go to church and stuff like that but my uh, dad would work the whole week basically so he would always be out and stuff like that um it was good because I had a good mixture of both I had a good mixture of like for my stepdad like work hard mm-hmm. be realistic that work um ethic. that work ethic mm-hmm. that uh that uh what's the word that's down-to-earth type of person and then my mom was more spiritual more emotional more catering to like all right you need to go to church you need to do this we need to do this together and stuff like that so I had a good mixture of both and then from my dad's perspective of uh never give up on yourself and also because he would also do it but he would do it for other people and for his well my stepdad would do it for other people too including me and my mom but at the same time it kind of came down to it was a mixture of like be defined do what you need to do do what needs to be done and also do what you have to do in terms of like your spirituality and stuff like that so i had a good mixture of all three Mm -hmm. um and that kind of built me up into the person i am today but seeing it from them go to work sometimes it suck because it's like they're always like gone and stuff like that Mm -hmm. but at the same time they also provided stuff that i didn't need so it was like you know, pros and cons to it. <laughs>
0: yeah, pros and cons. And, and it sounds like you've got a really good mixture of values. Yes. Um, a lot of times when I'm working with my clients, you know, and even myself, like I got to 25 and I was like, okay, so what are my values? Yeah. Right. And so it sounds like you had this very strong foundation of um, spiritual uh, work ethic and even yeah. like um, helping like all of these different uh, buckets of values, which yes. of course values are all in there. And that's amazing. And to watch all of your parents keep a a stable job and have that that's that uh strong work ethic it it really does make for a really cool foundation right yeah so what was the first seed of like entrepreneurship in its like formal you know term yeah when was that first seed planted in you
1: um i have to say that first seed was planted um by my dad he um he quit his job. He was working at Verizon. He quit his job and he became a, he was up play. He became a photographer videographer mm-hmm. and he was doing, he does like the videos for ET and Eric Thomas, stuff like that. So he started with that and then he started transitioning into branding, into coaching on creating your courses and stuff like that. So he's transitioned into that, but he was very like, all right, I'm going to do this. I'm going to figure this out and I'm going to master this. And he did. And now, he's <laughs> where he what, right yes. what
0: was it like though looking from the outside looking at and i'm i'm asking this question from a selfish yeah. place because i have a little she's now 13 yeah and uh when i quit my job before i quit my job it was hanging out every weekend yes. taking her <laughs> all here like i didn't have to ask for any type of money it was just yes. you know we could just do the doggone thing and i felt like i didn't set expectations with mm. her when i left my job because then it was just we can't go here, let's do some yes. free stuff, we can still <laughs> hang out. But then it's like, uh, sis, you used to take me to the movies yeah. and we used to get <laughs> extra popcorn and candy. Yeah. So from your perspective as a child, what was it like to see, and, and I'm I'm assuming that's only one third of like your parent structure, right? So maybe it yeah. didn't throw off as much, but what did you see from one of your parents deciding to quit their job? What was your thoughts?
1: Um, my thoughts on that kind of were I mean, they're doing that. They're, they're doing the best they can. They're doing what they're they're doing what they feel is necessary. And mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I had no say because again, I'm not I'm not paying bills. Like, hey, you take you pay for your bills, you take care of this. I got you. I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you rock yeah, out. Okay. So, my perspective of it kind of back then was like, oh, I wish this was this way or I wish this was this way. But at the end of the day, it kind of came down to just letting them be them because again, they are adults mm-hmm. and there's certain things that they knew that I didn't. So it's like I can't necessarily impress my desires upon them because at the end of the day they're doing it for a reason because like so my mom like for example my mom in example J- in she drives crazy like ridiculous on the road but at the end of the day I have to realize she's my mom so even though she's driving crazy even yeah. though she's driving reckless and stuff like that she's still gonna make sure I'm okay at the end of the day even if she is driving crazy which is still backwards most people think it's backwards but they still have your best interest at heart. Even if they have flaws, even if they make mistakes, they still have your best interest at heart. So I kind of just, I just let it be. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I I feel this like this positivity lens. Um, I was talking to a friend of mine and she was kind of like, you know, venting about what she was experiencing. And immediately I'm thinking about, okay, so what's the better way to think about this? What's the perspective shift? And she was like, I mean, I'm just, I'm just living here in my sadness (laughs) for a moment. I'm thinking about, Your realization of like, yeah, my mom's driving crazy. Yep, my dad just quit his job. But there is a brighter side. Yes. Right. And I'm curious in your processing, what was your experience? How did your experience shift though? Yeah. Regardless of like the positive side of it or the negative side of it, like what was the, what were the things that you noticed were different?
1: Yeah. So the amount of time we spent together, the amount of um things I would get so I would so the things would increase time decrease things so, would
0: increase in time, time decrease yes mm.
1: as a result so I would not spend as much time with them um, there were certain times I couldn't there I, we had more time to do things individually in terms of like all right we can go here for a specific day and then it'll go back to all right I got to do this I got to do this I got to work so it was like Instead of more like, all right, we have Saturday and Sunday blocked off, so we're going to do this. It was more of a, all right, we have sections of the year where we can go and do stuff. So that's the one thing that changed. But the time was kind of, actually, the time remained the same. It just got the schedule changed. Mm. Like in in terms of like the consistency and the order that it showed up. I got you.
0: I'm, yeah. I'm kind of paranoid about the mic. <laughs> I kind of want to bring it on the outside. Yeah. Those of you guys who are listening, if it wasn't a bad thing, then I'll, I'm sorry for interrupting <laughs> the show. But I just wanted to make sure y'all get really crispy sound. Yeah. Because as I'm listening to your story, there's something different about you. Anybody ever tell you that?
1: A uh, couple times, yeah. A couple times. <laughs> couple times.
0: You, there's something different about you. And it's not just age. And it's not just, it's literally the way your mind works. It's like a soul thing. You know what I mean? Like, there's something that you receive information, you receive life a certain way, and then you output it. So, because you've been on this, like, such a growth trajectory from yeah. learning to experiencing life and now revenue. Because yes. those of you guys got to tap in. We're going to get into trading in a minute. Yeah. Um, where have you noticed, either in yourself or where have you gotten feedback about the things that you actually want to develop and grow in?
1: So, where did I get the... Wait, where did I get the desire for it, or where did I get the... Where do
0: you see yourself growing? Where do you see your growth areas?
1: I'd have to say uh, maturity, because, again, like, even though it seems like, oh, you're super mature, like, it seems that way. Um, But, again, you start to realize, like, again, I just turned 19. Like, I'm still, like... Young like I still like I'm a child. I, st- I literally just got my first place and most people my age would still be in college Partying and stuff like that and having fun. So I'm just I'm a counterpart of that But at the same time, I just I'm immature, but I see things differently. That's all it is. So my maturity um, my I've gotten a little bit more Selfish ever since I became an entrepreneur because you kind of have to to a certain extent, but you still have to rem- remember like all right you still have to care about people because my social awareness when I was in high school was real, way different than here because now as a trader I don't really have to like cater to certain people it's just like hey I got me mm-hmm. and that's it but before in high school I was very socially aware I was very cognizant of other people and making sure I didn't hurt their feelings making sure I catered to uh, how they were and I kind of didn't carry that over to entrepreneurship because so I kind of need to work on that balance too
0: that's a real self-aware
1: <laughs> even to be
0: aware of your immaturity like of, of not just immaturity in the sense that you're childish yeah. but you still are growing and it's like even if you have this old soul you still have to yeah. the knowledge still has to catch up like yeah. for example you're going through your own transition now we talked about this before actually you no, you just mentioned it because yeah. you're getting your own place
1: yes yeah. <laughs> and
0: um I want to know about like your you've gotten to a place in trading yeah. where you can actually make revenue on a consistent basis to do that. Yes. <laughs> so let's talk about your trading journey. Yeah. Let's do that. Um when did you what was the first seed that was planted about trading for you?
1: Um YouTube <laughs> really youtube university <laughs> yep youtube i was just looking it up and i didn't know what the heck it is i was like options i'm like do i have an option to do this or that but apparently it was a it's a form of basically buying shares of a company in the stock market it's basically a way to do that so that was the first place that i got the information you
0: made you google it or you search it
1: i just searched up entrepreneurial things like things to make money basically like how to make money and that was one thing i kept hearing over and over again so i just Looked into it more. So I said, somebody said options. I was like, all right, what's options? I looked it up, options trading, and then saw videos on it, just started looking at videos and understanding it. And at that point, I kind of just, yeah, just went to a rabbit hole and (laughs) learned about it.
0: Yo, that is crazy. Just because I'm imagining you're obviously just living your life. Yeah. And then people are saying things around you. I'm imagining one, a kid could be eavesdropping on some mess but they can also be listening in and receiving information about options and yes. real estate. And here you are like, hmm, options, what's that? <laughs> and you take to YouTube. Yeah. So first you thought it was, you know, options and like just things to do. And then you you finally learned what it was. When did yes. you get sucked in and say, oh, hey, this is something I could do. I
1: think it was when I got sucked in. So, well, I started in December, 2020, January, 2021, like around that time. Okay. Um. And that was I turned $500 to $2,000 uh, from Christmas money that I just had. And then at that point I was like, all right, this is something I can definitely do. So I started studying it a little bit more and I started getting into it and making money with it, but it wasn't, there were certain things that, cause tra- the thing about trading, like the charts and the stocks and all that stuff, that's the easiest part. Mm. The hardest part is mastering yourself, like mastering your mindset too. Because again, like I'll say it like this, you can have a great, self reliable, a really reliable car, but if you don't have a reliable driver, you're gonna crash. So it doesn't matter how great your vehicle is of getting you t- safely to A and to Z. It depends on if you put a 12 year old into this driver's seat mm-hmm. or a 28 year old that's had experience driving for like at least eight, 10 years. So it kind of just, you gotta look at it like that.
0: Facts. Okay, so you built the system, you got $2,000 off of your $500 Christmas. Yes. I'm so, like, I haven't had a cool Christmas, it's so long, but $500, thank you. Most people would have just thrown it off on, on like, PlayStation or something, but you decided to put it in the market. You got $2,000, so you're saying your system, your vehicle was together. Yes. Where were you in terms of self-development?
1: In self-development, that was actually, that forced me to to develop, because I made money with it, but I wasn't developed at all. I was still ashawn so did you lose a lot uh not really i was just i was losing a little so i made so after i made the first amount i got to about five thousand four or five thousand and then i lost i had a big loss of a thousand dollars in like a day um after four thousand dropping it from five to four and i was like whoa that was a lot that was 20 percent of my account Mm -hmm. i didn't like that so um (laughs) and again i was 18 at the time so i didn't I was the most amount of my money I ever had, so I was like, "All right, let me study these losses. Let me study how I can be good at this and how I can be proficient, yeah. so that I don't lose." So I study losses, like the little. I took little losses, but I studied them heavy, like because I really wanted to understand it and break it apart, so that way I could be fine when I, when I actually got started and I actually decided I was going to be good at trading. Yeah,
0: and I'm not a research person. I promise yeah. you. But but when you say you study losses, what? What were your processes like? You were like, okay, so somebody lost 1500 there, but then somebody lost 5 million there. Yes. And why did they lose it? Is that yes. the process that you went through?
1: Basically, I just asked simple questions of, all right, they did like did they lose yes or no? Yes. All right, why did they lose? Or well, not even why they lose. It might be how much did they lose? They made let's say they lost a thousand. All right, how much was their account worth? 10,000. All right, so they lost 10% of that trade. On the, they lost 10% of their account off of this one trade. All right. How, what type of trade did they have? Was it like a smaller time frame day trade, like in a couple of minutes, couple of hours, or was it a couple of days, couple of weeks, couple of months? All right. it took. right, let's just say it took like a few hours. All right, cool, it took a few hours. All right, it took a few hours for them to lose the trade. What did they do from, hour, from 9 o'clock, 9.30 a.m. to 12 p.m., something like that, right? So now I know, all right, for three hours, I can look at a chart and say, all right, they did this from here to here, this is what they did. All right, here's where they went wrong. They went wrong here and here. So now, if thing A and thing B happen, I make sure not to do thing A and thing B. I I'd make sure to do thing C next time, basically. So I just ask those simple questions, overlapping one another. So question one, question two, question three, to get a chain until I get the answer.
0: I love that. You just gave us a decision tree on how to yes. like, <laughs> uh, research investing. Where did you get the answers?
1: Um from asking the simple questions, because again if i ask complicated questions it's going to take a little bit harder to, like, to myself okay. i just well to youtube and myself so i ask myself these questions first and then if i didn't have the answer i would go to youtube for it and i would just type okay. in that specific question all right so for example why do people lose on day trading which is trading in a day so mm-hmm. if you're trading options trading stocks it's called day trading because you're day trading mm-hmm. so i look up why do people lose in day trading why do people why do people blow their account or like blow their entire account, like lose all the money in their account from day trading? i look up those videos and I'll start studying. All right, cool. They lose because of this, this, and this. I'll take notes on it. All right. So he could have lost because of this, 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 and this, but he probably lost because of this specific thing based on how it relates to each other. So let's just say he lost because he was betting on a go- stock going down and it went up. Mm-hmm. All right based on this thing says most traders try to bet on stocks going down when they should be betting up based on x Mm -hmm. so now i know all right cool correlating that together that's probably why he lost and now i just kind of connect those pieces together
0: hey this (laughs) is good what about the emotional side of it so you broke down the vehicle and then you talked about um you know the person the driver yes what about so that that first thousand yes how long did it take for you to bounce back
1: um Probably a few weeks, uh, a few weeks to actually bounce back from that. Um, yeah, because again, it was a huge loss. Mm-hmm. But I had to, I decided to make small incremental growth. Mm-hmm. But that it, trading forced me to be a better person. It forced me to be because you have to be, like I said, emotion. Like emotions is the biggest problem when it comes to traders because again, humans are emotional people. So we typically are. We you do everything with emotion, like relationships, uh, how we eat. It makes us feel a certain way. Money, we attach ourselves to money. But if we attach ourselves to money when it comes to trading, we'll lose. So if, you're, if your goal is to trade and your, goal, and your, your mindset is shifted towards, I'm going to do this to make money, you will not make any. Because you're attached to the dollar amount instead of attached to the skill set. So if you're attached to the skill set, you're not going to perform well. You're going to perform well enough, quote unquote, to actually be proficient. But that's not how you. That's not how you do it. Like, cause you can go to, for example, like a certain job or something like that, and you can like, you can do what you need to do. Like they give you the criteria, you do what you need to do. Not above all, you're not personally developing yourself to actually get that job. You're just doing it for what, the money. So now if you're doing, if you do that with trading, you will blow your account, which is why most people fail their first year. Like 77% of traders fail their first year because not because of the strategy not because of the charts not because it's too complicated it's because they're attaching themselves to the money so now because they're attaching themselves to the money mm-hmm. they're only doing it for the money not doing it to actually get better and they're not going to actually grow
0: yeah have you read uh the four agreements
1: the four agreements i have not i, I need it well i add that to my list yeah you should
0: <laughs> it's it, it, the reason i ask you is because you had the first thousand dollar hit yes and um, you said it took you a couple of weeks to bounce back. I'm thinking you meant monetarily and personally,
1: yes, or did you mean monetarily?
0: Both. Okay. So like, cause it took you a while to kind of get back into the, yes. <laughs> Um, one of the four agree, well, the the basis of agreements of the agreements is we make agreements with ourselves. Yes. And uh, at the time, you know, your agreement could be, I'm going to be a, st- a stock trader so that I can get more money. And yeah. what you're saying is, you have to go in with the idea of investing in the skill. Yes. I'm wondering what was the new agreement that you made with yourself when you decided I'm gonna get back in the game?
1: Uh, when I said I'm gonna get back in the game I said I'm going to commit myself to the skill and not the money. Mm-hmm. So when I said I committed myself to options like every day every day for at least an hour or two of setting something on options I'm learning something new on options because again the more time I invest in that skill set, the, the the faster I learn it, the faster I master it, the more uh, in my mind it is. Because now I can give an analogy to pretty much anything in life connected to options. It's crazy. I don't know. It's weird. Like Give, you give me, me any topic. Just give me give me a topic. Give me a problem that some people have in life, and I'll try to connect it to options so people can understand Trying
0: it. to get somebody to go to sleep um, at 9
1: o'clock. Okay. So trying to get somebody to go to sleep at 9 o'clock. All right. People know that they need to go to sleep at nine o'clock so they can get enough rest, so they can actually prepare themselves for the next day. Mm -hmm. You gotta make sure that you actually are getting ready for the market. You have to make sure you're preparing for the market because again, you have to be, you don't wanna do it. I don't like, oh, I don't wanna go to sleep at nine o'clock. It's too late. Or I don't wanna stick to the strategy. It's not working or it's, I don't, I can't do it. But you gotta focus on the strategy. You gotta focus on making sure that you actually understand, I'm not going to sleep at nine o'clock. I'm not trading just to go to sleep. I'm trading to make sure that I get a different Result the next day, I'm trying to make sure I understand and learn this now about options so that way I can learn and master how to make money in the long run.
0: Come on, <laughs> what I hear is discipline. Yes, discipline. It all goes back to discipline and commitment and consistency. Yes,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> there is so much to be said about this, and um, I actually have someone in my program right now who's developing their high value skill set mm. to quit their job and go into trading. Yeah, you broke down the daily research. And then the trades. I'm wondering, you know, what are the daily uh, revenue generating activities that a person needs to do to make sure, for example, their month, their uh, rent is paid every month. Right.
1: Yeah. So it depends on their rent. So like give me an example. So what is like what is their rent? What do they have to spend a month? typically
0: so okay let's say the person's rent is fifteen hundred dollars well let's say their lifestyle because they yeah. we're talking about folks who leave in corporate yes so that, that means their lifestyle is rent um car insurance those kids
1: type of things. most likely right kids
0: <laughs> so let's say we're looking at between five and six thousand dollars that you need to make every month to take care of your life yeah what are the daily activities that a person needs to do as a trader to make sure that they can keep, be consistent when they leave
1: um the same amount of time that you spend on your job is the same amount of time you need to spend trading Mm -hmm. so on on trading not actually trading but like learning how to trade so if you spend i don't know let's just say you spend eight hours a day at your job Mm -hmm. like from nine to five cool you're at your job from let's just say it takes three hours for you to actually get yourself together so that means from eight to 12 or seven to 12, you need to be learning about options. You need to be studying options. Cause again, the same way you go into that job and you learn different things that you need to do to get better in that business so you can actually promote yourself. You need to actually learn different things about the stock market so you promote yourself to making more money. Mm-hmm. So the daily routine would just be it depends. So waking up on time, so waking up before the market actually opens. When the market actually opens, you're prepared. You watched over what stocks you want to trade, what stocks you want to look at. And then once you have that information, now you're like, all right, you have a strategy already, I assume, most likely, if you don't have a strategy, don't trade. So <laughs> if you have a strategy or a plan now, like, all right, I'm gonna get to the market now, my goal is to do this. If this doesn't happen, cool, I'm not gonna do anything, I'm not gonna waste any money. But if this does happen, boom, I'm just gonna execute on that, I'm gonna make some money with this, and then from there, if you're trying to make six, five to $6,000 a month, I'd recommend somebody having maybe... If you were trying to make five to $6,000 a month as a beginner, yeah, as a beginner. Um,
0: and however long it takes for somebody to grow up to that.
1: Yeah, if you're trying to grow up to that point where you can actually make five to $6,000 off of just having a certain amount, mm-hmm. then I'd recommend having maybe, well, conservatively, I just say 10,000. If you're a beginner, 10,000. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: 10,000 in your trading account yeah. that you can make a consistent 5,000 off of.
1: Yeah, because mm-hmm. if you can make, so a conservative number that you can make, um, every day would be let's just say five percent. So ten percent of ten thousand is a Five percent is five hundred so five if you can make five percent of your account because again It's not five and ten percent is very small There's people that's doing like twenty thirty forty fifty a hundred percent of their account mm-hmm. daily or even weekly mm-hmm. So five to ten percent is just like small compared to your account So five hundred dollars a thousand dollars if you make five hundred dollars a day so for that week, let's just say for that week you win Let's just say you win four times, four out of five times, so eighty percent win rate. So day day one through four, Monday through Friday, I mean Monday through Thursday, you make five hundred dollars four times. Mm-hmm. So that'll approximately be two to three thousand dollars because again you're making five hundred dollars. Now your whole account is added to that. Now you incre- like you just multiply that zero point zero five, mm-hmm. and that's pretty much how much you'll make. So let's just say roughly you make two thousand okay. dollars, and then you lose a day. Let's just say you lose a day, and. So you're you're willing to make five hundred but you're only willing to risk let's say two hundred. So you, let's say you lose two hundred dollars on Friday, cool. You make five hundred dollars times four Monday through Thursday, that's two thousand dollars. Minus two hundred, that's eighteen hundred dollars right there. Cool. Eighteen hundred dollars. Now your account now is at twelve eleven eight eleven thousand eight hundred, which is basically twelve hundred dollars. Let's say twelve thousand. So if you're at twelve thousand now, now what's five percent of what's Ten percent of that is twelve hundred, so five percent of that is six hundred. So now you're making six hundred dollars a day. Let's say eighty percent win right again. Six hundred times four is twenty-four hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. So first week you made eighteen hundred. This week you made twenty-four hundred. You lost, let's just say, two hundred dollars again. So now you got twenty-two hundred. So now twenty-two hundred plus eighteen hundred is four thousand. Mm-hmm. So the next week after that, literally just do the same exact thing. Even if you lose two days in a row, let's just say. Because if you're at, at that point, you're at 14,000 or something like that. So 14,000, you'd be making $700 a day. So let's just say you won three days out of that week, not even four, three days. So three days, 700 times three is $2,100 and you lost, let's just say $200 each time for Thursday and Friday. Let's just say you had a bad two days. That's $400 minus $2,100. i will just do the math for y'all, that's about $1,700. Yes. So 1700 and then 2200 and then 18000 Right now, I'm not doing the math on that, but that's about five thousand dollars right there. (laughs) That's all for three weeks, not even four weeks of
0: of trading. Yeah. Now this sounds like, and by the way, bravo, (laughs) the way your mind works. Um. Now, based on like this scenario, how long does it take somebody to go from beginner to like, like, um, sufficient? Not sufficient, but. I guess efficient, that's the word I was going to say. Yeah. Efficient like that. So going from beginner to like an efficient uh, one to $2,000 a week the best way to support the work and play podcast is by subscribing to the YouTube channel and by going to your favorite podcast player to subscribe and rate the work and play podcast that's all you have to do so if you are liking the work and play podcast the content the stories that we're sharing and you know that this will help someone go ahead and share the content to someone who could actually use it and help them on their journey to transition from corporate into entrepreneurship now let's get back into the episode
1: um well, it depends on their starting amount it depends on who's their mentor is so okay. if you have me as a mentor easy okay. um but if you have me as a mentor i'll get you right because i can break down what you need to work on in terms of like in terms of inner because again most of the time it's not even about the strategy it's about the person so if the person if i can work with the person then they're good so having the right emotions when it comes to training having the right strategy having the right mentor and then I'd have to say having the right amount because again, if you got it's easy so if I have a hundred dollars and I make ten percent of that, that's ten dollars. But if I have a thousand dollars and I make ten percent of that, that's a hundred. If I have a hundred thousand dollars and I make ten percent that's ten thousand. So all these it's just about, it matters about how much you have in your account. So the numbers that you have in your account. So if you have a good amount in your account, mm-hmm. it's easier for you to make money.
0: Yeah. So the system is a system you work with your mentees on uh, that emotional control, emotional yes. intelligence. You work with them on like the consistency and discipline it sounds like. Yes. And um, at, and also like getting them to their goals, right? Yes. What is it like as a 19 year old, as a mentor? Like, you know, being a, a mentor at your age looks different for some other 19s, right? You're, yeah. you're helping other kids, doing other things. But um, what is it like coming into this mentor seat?
1: Um. It's been challenging, like it's a little bit hard. Actually, um, it's funny cause I made a rap about it cause I made a song and I was talking kind of about like what I'm dealing with. And one of the things I said was uh, being a mentor is a commitment like marriage I wasn't ready for. I thought that it'd be a steady flow. I wasn't ready for people to need me. I just wanted to be like Batman, masculine, can't see me. So I just wanted to help people out and save people from themselves but i didn't want to be like in the forefront of everything i just wanted to have a mask on just help people from behind the scenes and then just do my own thing because that's why i like trading now because yeah. i can just stay to myself mm-hmm. make money i don't need to market i don't need to do nothing i can just make a couple thousand and go to sleep and then just literally just i can just do that on repeat um so that's kind of it's it's challenging because you want to be there to help people but you also don't want to be you also know that you still gotta learn too. Because again, I'm 19. I've only been doing this for a year, so I'm helping people that are beginners because I, I can. I've been down that road. Like it was literally like in the back of my mind because I just happened. So I cater more to beginners because it's way easier for me to teach them. Like mm-hmm. it's way easier for me to make analogies that cater to them mm-hmm. since I am in that beginning stage. So it's good and it's easy for me to teach beginners, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it's still hard because you're teaching and growing. So yeah. if you're teaching at let's say you're teaching chapter one but you're trying to get to chapter six chapter seven chapter eight mm-hmm. you're literally reading chapter seven chapter eight chapter nine but you're still teaching them chapter one chapter two chapter three mm-hmm. and that's it's just weird now you're all over the place with your book and now you don't even understand
0: that's like true. what it is You're but you're a practitioner and you're a mentor at the same time yes. which is responsibility is what i'm here overall a lot. So it's responsibility <laughs> and your rap just hit me so, well, so just just to know like being in the seat it's like um I just told myself this today, and I went on the story and said, "To whom much is given, much is required." Yes. And you wonder, like, okay, all right, God, like, <laughs> uh, is this what I need to do? But you 100% are showing up in the in the ways you need to, and, and sharing what you know to the people who can receive it. Yeah. A correlation to like the corporate world is like being a, a young manager. Let's say you're 19 year old. Right, let's technically you'd be like 22 in corporate america right yeah. and your boss is like or your boss not just your boss but someone on your team is like 50. yes and they've been doing the job for however long they've been doing it but you come yes. in as the young fresh manager who's now uh, um leading the team yes. have you encountered uh people who are older who want to learn from you and then what are the challenges or like some of the victories that you've experienced
1: um i've had plenty of like older people come up and ask me for like advice like and they want to learn how to trade too um and there's certain people i will teach because again i I create my stuff for anybody so anybody can literally learn it but in terms of like me personally mentoring them sometimes it's just it's very hard to do it because i look at it like this so a child they've only been around this earth for like not that long. So I can shape their mind, I can still teach them stuff and they'll be more open-minded to learning. Especially since they're in college, high school, they're more impressionable. But adults, it's a little bit harder because again, what they've been doing for years, mm-hmm. like longer than I've been alive, now I gotta break that down and then teach them. Like it's a little, I gotta reteach and stuff like that. So it's a little bit harder. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not harder, but it's more stressful. Cause You're it's right. like, yeah. You gotta
0: un- There's- there's a phase before you even get to the actual learning yes. part where you can start from scratch and you don't have to do so much tealing of the soil yes. in order to plant seeds
1: and usually people are like they're certain people can let their ego and their pride go and they're just like i'm willing to learn because i know that what i've been doing hasn't working mm-hmm. so some people are like that but from for the most part for me most adults that i've met it's just it's very hard to break certain beliefs and certain characteristics that they have because they just it's been impressed upon them so long like what they've learned so it's very hard because you got to break it now now you got to break something that's been happening for years again if you've been doing something i don't care if it's right or wrong for 20 years you're gonna think it's right like no matter how right or wrong it is consistency determines uh validity
0: yeah consistent i love it i love it i was thinking about um i was thinking about something and oftentimes my mind goes in so many different ways so if it comes back to me i'm gonna bring it back. but you know while we take you know while we take on the responsibility of mentorship we also have to kind of stay in that mentee seat to continue to learn where do you find inspiration in trading
1: inspiration from trading mainly comes from so most people I've seen now like the mentors that I have they're doing like 100k days Um, sometimes they might do a million dollars in a day trading options or trading stocks and for me seeing that, it's like, wow, they're doing great. But when I look at how much they have in their account, how much they're making, I'm like, hold up. They're not even like, they might have a million dollars in their account. They made a hundred K and it's like, oh my God, that's a lot of money. But in reality it's only 10%. So the same way somebody else that has $10,000 and they make a thousand, it's the same thing. it just add a zero. So once I look at it from that perspective, it's like, all right, the only, the one thing that they don't have, what they do have that I haven't fully, truly mastered yet is just, leaving all my emotions at the door and not like taking your emotions behind me because they've been doing it for so long and they're not attached to them they already got money so they don't, even, they don't have fear or emotions they're they're good right it's a game at this point it's a people. game for them so it's literally like because again if you play a game for so long you get better at it but again there's certain roadblocks that you have to overcome and that only comes with time that only comes that comes from learning too and learn from other people's mistakes but not everybody does so sometimes you you gotta bump your head a little bit to actually like understand like all right this is what I got to do um but some of my mentors now that's usually where I get the inspiration from usually yeah
0: and that's the trading side um but since we keep kind of teetering the line between like the vehicle and yeah. the driver um the type of man that you envision like how much does that um play a part in the things that you do on a regular basis
1: Oh, um, it teaches me that I have to learn how to... That's a good question. Um, it forces me to be disciplined, Forces me to be consistent. It teaches me to be humble. It teaches me not to be greedy, arrogant, cocky, or have fear in certain situations because I don't really, that's not, I don't need it. Like, because fears are just emotions that protect us. Yeah. And at the same time, it's just like like, for example, my parents, they're doing things to protect me no matter if it's right or wrong it's just what they think is right Mm -hmm. so my emotions don't always have to be prominent and I'm starting to learn that a little bit more um to be less self to be more to be self-aware obviously but less self-reliant I guess that's what I've mainly learned from training so like you can't be relying on what you think you have to be relying on what people are giving you what you can see from other people
0: Mm -hmm is that in re- re- regards to like developing relationships with the new individuals
1: that and oh, de- developing relationships relationship but also understanding relationships mm-hmm. understanding people like if you understand if you can so for example if i understand somebody like that's how i made most of my friends now i'm able to understand where they are mentally to understand all right can this person be my friend or not because if they're mentally where they need to be i can tell But I have to know the characteristics of that person. So if I want to make money in the market, I have to understand the characteristics of a stock. I have to understand the characteristics of this company or what makes it go up, what makes it go down. If a recession is coming, I have to understand the characteristics. Mm -hmm. So once I understand the characteristics, I already know what type of person you are. Even if there are certain things that I might not understand, Majority of what you show will be in the little things that you don't want people to see. And you'll usually hide it behind, oh, you didn't see me do it, or you're kind of like no one really paying attention. But I pay attention like very, very well. Because mm-hmm. most people have tails.
0: Most people have tails?
1: Tails. Like they will show it <laughs> in some way, shape, or form. Whether the body language or yeah. how they say certain things, they have a toe. You just got to look for it.
0: Interesting. You mentioned the characteristics of a person who is on the. the Right wavelength, the right mindset of a trader, even if they're your age or older. And um, I'm wondering, have you ever, how, are you familiar with um, like visualization exercises? Yes. Do you do visualization in like trading and, and,
1: kind of. So visualization, so for trade, because trading isn't really a, it is a spirit, it has a spiritual outcome, um, but in terms of the process of it, it's not really like a, well this for me currently it's not really like a spiritual journey it's more of like a um, it's more of a lens it's more of a perspective because Mm -hmm. again like I can look at a chart and I can see how to make money other people can look at a chart that don't know how to trade and they won't see anything they'll see complicated Mm -hmm. I'll see thousands of dollars they see this is for me (laughs) so it's just a matter of perspective Uh, visualization kind of So i'll do visualization as in like what i want in terms of like hey i want yes so my intention is to do like so i want to retire my parents i want to make a hundred million dollars i want to do like there's certain things that i have and visualize Mm -hmm. and trading will be a vehicle for that but also i don't really uh pray or visualize for the outcome i pray for the journey because again the journey is what's going to get me there that the place is going to be there but The journey it takes to actually get to that point that's where it's going to get rocky that's where it's going to get a little bit i don't really know so i have to be able to like actually understand like all right this is going to hurt and this is going to this going to test me but at the same time i still have to be ready for it
0: yeah it's the the balance between faith without works right like when you visualize my intention when i go into the um stock market is one thing but then I also have to prepare myself for the pitfalls yeah. that's like the faith in works <laughs> um, because honestly you could like you said you can envision yeah. <laughs> what something wants but you can look at it and be like I have no clue where the opportunity lies yeah. and whereas someone who has actually done the work can see a um, would you say a, um, a chart yeah, and can see be a able chart, to yeah. <laughs> envision like what the wind looks like um, I'm curious about the man right yeah um you mentioned like all these characteristics of a good entrepreneur the 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 characteristics and honestly some of them overlap right but when you envision or use visualization uh to project the type of man you want to show up as or the type of man you feel like is emerging in yourself what is your process for personal development in like your personal life
1: um document everything um Every problem you have, write it down. Um, every loss you take, write it down. Every, when you take, write it down too. But you gotta, you gotta study yourself. Because again, like, we we kinda move, we're, we're not, like, 10% of the time we're conscious. So everything else is subconscious. Everything we do, walking, uh, breathing, rushing our teeth, washing our face in the morning, it's just a routine, so it's a habit. So we discount the familiar, because we do it so much. Mm-hmm. So. In order for you to unlock and understand who you are, you have to understand the familiar. You have to understand the things that you kind of just, that you kind of used to brushing off because that's what's literally going to make you the most amount of money at the end of the day. Because once you understand those little things where you mess up, you understand what you need to improve. Because it's easy. Once you, once you actually sit with your, but most people, don't, they don't want to sit with themselves long enough to actually do it because again, it's one. our eyes look outward, not inward. So we're so used to looking at everything else instead of looking what's inside because we think that's what we have to do or this is that's the key everything else but it's really here so you kind of got to look yourself in the mirror and say all right what am I struggling with what am I good at Mm -hmm. and identify how how I can grow as a person and if I grow what type of person will I be
0: I got you what was the um, relationship like with your dad kind of growing up and as you mentioned, he quit his job yeah. early, and then you understood that that was a adult decision. Yes. Which I love how you, you mentioned it, right? But then also, you becoming the man you want to be, yeah. and then having two fathers to emulate off of. Yeah. What was it like developing relationships with your dads um, and having those conversations about manhood and who you want to be?
1: Um. It was weird cuz I usually didn't ask, I just paid attention. I mean, cuz if they're a good if they're a good man in general, then I'll just again, I'll get those characteristics from them. if they're a bad person or if they're not a good man, then I know like all right, I know what not to do. It's not really much of a
0: How do you judge good and ma- good and bad man though?
1: Um it kind of comes down to society, like mm-hmm. society standpoint of it, because, okay. and also my perspective, like my, it's a little bit of bias and a little bit of society and a little bit of uh, biblical, like, what is a man supposed to do and okay. what is a man supposed to be? Mm-hmm. Um, like for example, I was raised to like, all right, open the door for a woman, whether it's a car, whether it's a hot place, all that. So just chivalry in general. So if I notice that they're not doing that or something like that, for example, it's like, all right, red flag. Like, and I'll pay attention to that. Like, hey, I believe you should do this because of this, this, and this, this. So I have reasons for it. So it's not even much of, cause words have work, cause words have power, but like, cause you know, a picture is worth a thousand words, but mm-hmm. a video is worth a million words. I mean, a, a, what is the word? I I forgot the expression. It's like a picture is worth a thousand words. Mm -hmm. Oh, I say this, a picture is worth a thousand words, a video is worth a thousand pictures, and experiences are worth a thousand videos. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, looking at it from that way, words, I mean, you can just say words, but it doesn't mean it's true because people can lie, people can be biased. It's an opinion at the end of the day, unless even if it is proven, it's still an opinion until it is proven. So, Words have limited validity. Pictures, they kind of show a little bit like, oh, you were cool. But you don't know, like, that relationship or you don't know, like, what happened behind the scenes. Videos kind of show a little bit of it part, but it only shows 30 seconds and not that 30 minutes or an hour or that whole entire thing. So I just pay attention and watch those things. And I, I just pay close attention because, again, their actions will tell me something that their words can't
0: that's amazing (laughs) you know your dad sat here on the couch and he was talking about like being behind the camera yeah and learning like the the room and stuff from behind the camera you're basically describing learning life from like the the passenger seat if you will (laughs) and being able to like learn like manhood from both of your dads so like what do you take yeah like what do you take from your own biases and say, yeah. okay, this is the type of man I want to be. From spiritual relationships, emotional, um, mental, and physical. Yes. Like, what do you take from each of them, each of their examples, and what it is that you're manifesting?
1: Um, believing yourself when no one else will. Um, losses are guaranteed to happen, so prepare yourself for them. Um, another thing i have to say is always be respectful always um if like so for example if you're if you're like (laughs) if your woman is wrong she's right If like that type of thing (laughs) like no no, matter that
0: sounds like there's a story behind (laughs)
1: that no no i just usually just pay attention like usually the the moms are usually correct always like even if they are wrong um uh, Treat, treat, like, cause they're always big on like treat, treat your mom with respect, treat women with respect, that whole thing. So again, like, I definitely embody that too, Um, and just it's okay, it's okay to, it's okay to mess up and it's okay to make mistakes, but don't keep making them. So. they made a lot of mistakes in their life, and there is a little bit of an impression, like, hey, I have messed up, so I don't want you to do the same thing, so don't do this, 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 and this. So usually when they tell me something, it's because of an experience they had or a setback. So if I, if I know it's a setback, it's like, all right. If I, if I know it's a setback, you can, you can kind of tell if it's a setback because it's almost like a warning. But if they tell you, like, for example, in terms of, like, the getting a job thing, that wasn't really, like, a setback that they had. It was more of a... Uh, perspective or opinion so from that point I saw it that way so now I know all right I know how to navigate this this is not like a concrete this is like gravity like if I jump up I go down like mm-hmm. that's concrete but yeah. opinions are can be not law. yeah it's not law but mm-hmm. it, at the same time if you don't have another way or another path or another way of figuring out how to get to the fact through that opinion, yeah. then you might as well just go with the opinion. Um, but Until I kind of just... learn your truth. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, because for me, I don't really know. There's certain things I don't know. Like, again, biblically, um, just information-wise, business, trading, there's a lot of things I don't know. So, I thrive off of what I don't know. So, from just learning from them, I'd have to say just... Being a man means taking ownership, having integrity, and also um, understanding your flaws and realizing them and fixing them without anybody asking you to. Ooh, Uh,
0: listen, listen, ladies, (laughs) that level of ownership without someone having to tell you to fix it? Yes. You're going to save yourself a a couple of years of heartache and pain, sir. Yes, (laughs) (laughs) ma'am. Speaking of which, that's what I remember when you say yes, ma'am you mentioned uh respectability like yes. being respectful is something that you learn and i was thinking back to when we were having that conversation about mentorship yeah i, I grew up similar right i didn't not call i called my cousins cousin whatever auntie this yeah. um ma'am mrs and as i got older it was always no just call me by my first name yes like, I,
1: I what that is that nice.
0: like for you growing in this space
1: uh <laughs> 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 so many people they're like oh no no <laughs> like if i say ma'am it's like usually it's not usually the usually a problem i just, i say that even to my friends like the females that i'm like yes ma'am something like that mm-hmm. if, if the guys like yes sir like i'll type that whole thing but um it's that mr and M- mr and missus they they hate they don't like that <laughs> i don't know they be forgetting i'm young they be like oh you can call me i've done it to so like a few of my friends like uh like justin Phils for example he's like 26 and i said sir one time and I, he was like don't don't do that because <laughs> he was like i'm 26 like i'm young like but again like it's from a mentor perspective mm-hmm. and like a like i'm learning from you type thing yeah but adults sometimes like in the 30s 40, 50, i might say sir ma'am and then uh, sir or ma'am or like mr and mrs and they kind of take a little bit but then they realize how old i am and they're like oh, i'll let it slide i'll let it slide, I, let it slide. <laughs>
0: I wonder what that shift is gonna look like for you because you know there's a couple things going on you know there's this entrepreneurial drive that's yes. growing inside of you, which is like, I love the spirit. When you know how to make money on your own and be self-sustainable, you don't necessarily um, ever need the job. Whereas I understand people who are in corporate America or who still have their nine to five, yes. it's, it's a level of safety and security that's just of needed course. at that time. But when you transition from nine to five to entrepreneurship, there's this other sense of like... Um, confidence that you get with it and then you're growing as a man so as you come into like who you are I wonder what that shift is going to look like from Miss to (laughs) Stacey for example or you know Mr. to John or Justin right (laughs) that's going to I'm curious what that's going to look like because you are technically you know, becoming a peer yeah, super yeah. easily. Like nineteen years old, there's a there's a seventeen year old person who's probably calling Stacy Stacy.
1: Yes. <laughs> I still do it sometimes, like it just depends on it depends on the energy, it depends on like what they I what I can I can tell if they if they want it or not. Like I, I can tell if they're like, Oh, I don't want you to say this or I want you to say that. Like you can kinda tell if energy, but if I don't know and you're a certain age, it's like sorry, I gotta do it. But I'm probably gonna drop that like maybe starting to get into my 20s once i become like a full adult i feel like once i'm a full adult and i'm like i take care of everything then it's like all right drop the (laughs) missing this like i'm an adult (laughs) at this point we're friends but uh yeah Yeah,
0: i love it i love it i love it you started this interview talking about um you know now it's kind of grind season for you being able to you know lock in in your in your younger years which a lot of people will say like if i had that time back that's exactly what i would do yes do you think past a certain point in terms of what you want to do for your life or do you, do you focus in on like when I make X amount of money or when my life, when I'm able to retire my parents? You mentioned yeah. Like, how do you forecast your life or how do you see yourself growing?
1: Um, I don't forecast my life based on like what I do. It's just like, what do I want to have? Mm-hmm. So like I base it off of that. So for example, if it's retiring my parents, like, all right, cool. For them to pro for, for for me to pay for their bills stuff like that, it might be ten thousand dollars a month. So all right, cool. Well, it was less than that actually, but let's just say ten thousand a month. Mm-hmm. So if it's ten thousand a month, it's like all right, cool. How am I gonna make ten thousand dollars a month extra to pay for that thing? And then from there, I just start looking for different things to do. Um, if it's a hundred million dollars, all right, cool. In a year, if it's a hundred million dollars in a year, how many t- how much how much do I gotta make in a day consistently for three hundred sixty five days to actually get to that point? And then you just break it down from that point. And then once you know what the goal is. Things will just start coming into your life that will fix that will fit into that goal mm. but you gotta look for it though
0: you gotta look for it you gotta look for what the goal
1: you gotta look for the you gotta look for the you gotta understand the goal and receive the opportunity to uh achieve the goal
0: mm, that's what you mean yeah you broke down the pictures or the yeah pictures are worth a thousand words videos yes. and then experiences it sounds like the way your mind works you might also say this is the type of experience i want to have yeah how much money is it going to take for me to have that experience yes and then create a strategy that's going to get you there
1: yeah. is that right yeah that's right that's definitely yeah because you definitely got to have i mean experience trumps everything because no matter how many videos i watch if i'm not doing anything with that information it's just information information has no power unless you do anything with it so even if i have like the. The most abundant place for dreams is the graveyard because most people don't do anything with the information that they have, and they just leave it there so there might be somebody that knows how to make water powered cars now we're everybody in the United States mad because of that like where's that person? but again, their ideas probably die with them so now it's like, all right, how can we um how can we get the most amount of experiences as we can and get in the right rooms get in the right places so that way we actually can get to where we want to be?
0: Yeah. Can you give me an example of like an experience that you had that was like super off script and yeah. you didn't feel like you could reach out to anybody to figure it out?
1: Um figuring out
0: On your own.
1: On my own. Yeah. I'd have to say being a being a great person I feel like being a great person like being a great being the best of Sean I could because no one else can be me but me mm-hmm. so I feel like anything most most things dealing with self you have to get the experience because no matter how many people tell you you have to live it otherwise you're not gonna believe it I don't care who tells you because you, again especially parents like let let your parent tell you something you're probably not gonna listen to it but if your best friend tell you All from right. school tell you the exact same thing you'll t- most likely hear it yeah and then you still most likely won't even do it until you actually like you probably still won't internalize it until you do it. Yeah. So it kind of just comes, it comes from who's telling you. And then what do you do with the information that's being told to you?
0: You know, what's so dope about your response? If some, if you can inventory the resources that you have in your life, that's not just, not just you, but also yes. like you guys and, and us. If you can inventory the resources that you life, such that you have someone or something or a resource to answer or help you out with the things that you're going through, yeah. to the point where all you need to do is be you <laughs> and learn how to be you.
1: Literally, cause that's the only thing you can, that's the only <laughs> thing you master.
0: That's amazing. Are you super, <laughs> do you wake up super grateful for, you know, being. do you realize like, you don't have to figure everything out? Do you, do you recognize that? <sighs>
1: not immediately <laughs> i wake up like everybody else i love the honesty um, yeah it's like you wake <laughs> up on the wrong side of the bed sometimes but at the end of the day some things in life are just going to correct you mm-hmm. and you kind of be have to be receptive of that correction so like for example i can't like i might wake up and i'm like dang i didn't hit my goal today or i didn't do this or i didn't do that but you got to think back to there's somebody in the world that's about to die and they'd really they'd rather trade their situation for yours in a heartbeat because it's like yo you're not going through nothing like i'm about to i'm about out here in these streets or i'm about to do this or this is about to happen to me because of x y and z but at the same time you still like at the end of the day there's always somebody worse mm-hmm. off than you so you have to be grateful like you, there's nobody that's watching this podcast right now that isn't that shouldn't be grateful like even if you don't wake up that way you shouldn't stay that way yeah because you can wake like for example if you're you can if you're born poor that's not your fault but if you die poor it is because you're you can buy, if you're not born into money that's not your fault you, you have no tr- control over that but if you die that way you had time experiences life mm-hmm. and you still did that and you still ended up that way that's your fault because you had experience you had experiences you had the god puts the desire inside of all of us to want more it's just a matter of who takes action on it because he gives it to us, because that's why I say everybody can, everybody can make six figures if they wanted to. But they don't understand their own value because they don't focus on it.
0: Mm, I, I love that. I got one more, one more question. Yeah. Um, I'm picking your brain at this point because I think <laughs> that, you know, trading is a skill set that it would be, I think it's like a cheat code. Yes. You know, like if someone has time on their hands. Because right now the, the barrier is like, oh, I don't have time to learn trading.
1: Yeah. But if
0: you have time, placing that knowledge of trading and then being able to execute, you can be in the game real quick. Yeah. And I was thinking about homelessness. So I don't mm-hmm. know if you noticed, but I love to work with young people and adults who are transitioning their life, especially yeah. vulnerable populations who are experiencing homelessness. And my thought is, you take trading information, you go into like a shelter and you teach these things and give someone enough, like, runway to learn it and get into a place. My thought is putting together a structure where everybody has an allotted, let's say, 5,000, and then someone comes in and teaches them, they'd be able to be self-sustainable. But I'm picking your brain now. The system can be flawed. That's just a framework, a structure. Yes. What do you think the difference is between, like, you know, uh, giving someone a five hundred dollar stipend to trade, yes. Versus you know somebody working hard enough to get their own five hundred dollars, investing in the market themselves. Do you see that there is a successful path to go from homelessness to su- self sustainability through trading?
1: See, the thing about trading is, so the thing about it, so okay, so if you're homeless, <laughs> first off, mm-hmm. again, like you can't be su- sufficient trading if you haven't mastered you. So, if you're homeless, at that certain point, you're more, well, most people, like, in general, like, actually, that's how I think of it. The less money you make, the more selfish you are, because you have to, you have to be selfish. You don't have to, like, for example, homeless people, they're selfish in terms of they need, their, fo- their goal is focused on themselves, their like, I need to needs. eat, I need this, mm-hmm. like, that's still selfish. Selfish isn't a good or bad thing, mm-hmm. it's just, you're just focusing on yourself, so you have to, sometimes you have to be selfish, sometimes I have to be selfish, so depending on where that homeless person is so like factoring in let, let's just say they're mentally stable and stuff like that they're mentally sane because there's certain people that's homeless and they might not be mentally equipped to actually you know be able to trade. so sure. if they're mentally where they want to be let's just say somebody that's 17 18 let's just say somebody that's in their 20s something like that got kicked out of their house and they'll have a place to work so they have a good mindset but they're just in the right wrong environment so at that point it will come down to um tapping into different avenues of people and of like like going to like cause there's free events there's free places to go mm-hmm. and you could go to certain events and you could Cause again, like there's, cause also you can make money too, to also buy you some clothes, something like that, buy you something to actually clean yourself up. And then you can go to different places and stuff like that, go to different events mm-hmm. and meet people and then ask them different ways. Because again, I've been asking people how they make, how they can make money all the time. Cause again, I, I don't know how to make money. I just make, I just know options. There's some people that know real estate, there's people that know how to make money with no money. There's people that can make money without using a phone or anything. Right. So if they do know how to do that, they can tap in with people there's certain people you can just do it for free but again it comes down to having the right mindset and also being in the right position because you might be homeless because it's plenty of homeless people that have escaped homelessness like steve harvey for example Mm -hmm. he was homeless too but if they so if i took a homeless person i was like hey i'm trying to get him to trade so i would first get that person and i would put him in front of at least 100 videos of people that were homeless and they went from homeless to to get into where they are Mm -hmm. in terms of out of it Mm -hmm they're gonna if they study that those like hundred videos they will know how to be not homeless Mm. they just they just will because again certain people literally went homeless Mm -hmm. from homeless to millionaires billionaires and self-made so if they watch those videos they can understand how to actually get out of it once they understand how to get out of it they can put themselves in a better position where they can actually even if they can just get access to a laptop and then go to starbucks and then like actually study how to do it at that point you can just study there all day because you have time so now you're studying, you're learning, you're understanding how to do this. You're learning what to do. Now you can take that money. You can you have a laptop, for example. You can use that to make a little bit of money. You can research how do I make money with a laptop, and that's it. You can launch a hundred videos on that. You will learn how to make lap money with your laptop. With that's it. Because again, I've done it before too. Once you learn how to make enough money, you can make five hundred to a thousand dollars, something like that. And again, you can take some of that money and go to start, go get some food real quick. Go get some food mm-hmm. to take care of yourself, and then go learn this. Get some food go learn this go get some food go learn this because they have time yeah. so now they're using that time to actually get what they need and then from there they can just learn once if they have spending that much time learning training a day that's like 16 plus hours a day at least that they're learning trading. so now they're learning how to trade at a rapid pace fast and now they're learning how to do it once they learn how to do it and they actually save up enough money they can just start incrementally making more money because again a couple of 20 like a hundred dollars or less a day is good for them so even if they got like a couple five hundred dollars and you make 10% of that that's 50 bucks that's 50 bucks you can go get food and stuff like that for yourself take the money out go buy this 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 and this and you can just redoing it and at that point it'll be it'll take a while maybe like a year or two three years three three years four years maybe five but eventually you'll get to a place where you because it I'd rather, again, if I said, hey, in five years, you won't be homeless and you'll be self-sufficient, you'd be like, but you have to do this. Would you do it? Yes. It just depends on how bad you Come want it.
0: Come on, <laughs> I don't know if y'all caught it, but I will tell you guys, either I'm going to cut that, no, 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 no. If you if you picked up on that, then you guys c- can take that literally and do something with it. Um. The the best way to help people is to get your ego out of it. And as much as that sounds amazing, and I'm like, oh, I would love to, I would love (laughs) for us to do that. It's like whoever hears this and has the resources to like definitely do that. Yes. And five years to, to invest in someone so that they can develop their basic needs. And I love how you broke it down. Yeah. Motivation so you can see that it's possible. Get your basic needs met while you're getting your basic needs met, invest in your high-value skill set, get to a point where you're bringing in enough revenue outside of trading, get yourself self-sustainable self on trading, start making yes. $50 a day, and then in five years, you'll get yourself to a place where you can be a millionaire.
1: Literally, and it's awful, because again, trading is just knowledge and experience. So, the more experience you have, the more knowledge you have, and the more money you have too, you can make more money. But even if you have a little bit of money, there's certain people that's not even making like a couple hundred dollars a day at their job. but if you actually are like t- internalizing like alright I can make a little bit of money with this take that money and then start doing this and building it mm-hmm. again you can build it off of consistency and build it off of discipline and build it off of your knowledge yeah. so that's all it comes down to for real but it's still the thing about homeless people too it's just
0: this other side
1: yeah the other side is just like Because, again, like, even if I have a lot of money, Mm -hmm. and I'm still going to do this, too. I'm still going to, like, work with whole people. I'm still going to work with young kids and show them how to do it because they can. Mm -hmm. But it also comes down to the person. Unfortunately, if it was just up to me, I'd be able to save every homeless person. But it comes down to who they are. It Mm -hmm. comes down to what they want. If they don't, if that's not true. The thing I learned about people, too, like, if you really want something, you'll have it. Like, that's just what that's what relationships, that's what people, that's what things, that's what goals. If you want it, you will have it like period. Like even like I've seen Greg Cardone, for example, his wife rejected him for like months and he just kept going. He was like, no, it's first time I saw you. I was like, yo, we're getting married and we're having my kids. And now he's, but again, that came from I want this, so I would do whatever it takes to get that thing and make that thing happen mm-hmm. and he did it, so it kind of comes that works with everything in life if most things in life I'll say anything that you want or your <laughs> desire, you will have it, but at the same time, as long as it's morally right, mm-hmm. then yeah it's fun I love
0: it I love it it's not it's not simple and i don't want to it's simple, but I don't want to oversimplify yes. the fact that we brainstorming saving uh uh, eradicating homeless out here yes um (laughs) i do i do love your perspective so before we get up out of here we'd love to hear what you're excited about what you are bringing to the people how you are helping people do what they do um, and do what you do rather yeah um and then where can people connect you after you've shared um what it is that you're excited about
1: of course so um my main things that I'm focusing on is just, again, teaching people like how they can actually start trading options, teaching beginners, because I am. So my main focus has been that, and also getting my account to the point where I can make 10K a day, and at that point, literally, my bills are paid in one day. Um, get to that point, and um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Then I'm fo- that I'm focused on, and I'm also doing, um, master classes every single sunday where i teach people how they can make options to uh, make money trading options literally like an hour or two and i'm asking and you can answer questions I'm, I'm gonna be answering questions in there i'm gonna be talking to people so if you want to come it's free you don't have to pay for anything and you literally can just learn about options for free
0: let's go well tap into the brother because i will tell you we got a lot of information on this conversation, but there's so much more and there's so much more that you can learn over the course of time. Yeah. So thank you so much of for sh- just pouring out yourself onto this podcast. <laughs> um, and for those of, uh, who are watching and listening, uh, where can they contact you yes
1: yeah, so you can follow me at uh ceo on all platforms. ceo a s h o n no dots no underscores or anything if it has a dot or underscores a fake account uh, i have like 10 of those now but again ceo a s h o n no spaces no nothing it's literally just ceo shauna 100% all
0: right y'all you know exactly what you need to do take this take this information and go out and be great Put this in your exit strategy because we we broke down the exit strategy. We, we broke down your journey. Yeah. We broke down your personal life. We even talked about saving homelessness. All right, guys? <laughs> we could not have put much more value in this one conversation. So go out. Be great. Do what you got to
1: do. And until next time, peace out. Peace.